Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. We are very fortunate today because we have an article written in the conversation. It's by Jacqueline S. Mattis, or Matisse, I don't want to be messing up her name, but it's called Strategies for Cultivating Hope This Year. It's something that you can take home with you and put it into effect very easily. So we uh, want to talk about what she said and how we can uh, make it, again, applicable to you. Last year was something that uh, we've never experienced before. I mean, the whole year with COVID, and I've gotten to where I really don't like that word anymore, but it brought on a political turbulence. It brought on lost jobs. People got sick. They had to deal with death, and they had to deal with isolation. And I think the worst part about that, in my opinion, is they had to deal with their children being out of school. That just is not right. And it's been proven not to be right. And hopefully in the fall, we'll resolve that with everybody going back to school. Uh, Mattis is a research scientist that felt like research on hope would be impacting and necessary. That's true. Because when you think about life at all, you think about life is one-time adventure. It's just a one-time adventure, and we have to get it right as best we possibly can. My belief is that life should be 90% positive, and the other 10% really doesn't count. I also feel like that that was fortunate for me because I was born positive and optimistic, and I discount negative in most everything that I do. Uh, For me, my vocabulary, before we get into her story, uh, has no room for worrying. If you can't fix it, you shouldn't worry about it. That certainly includes the past. The past is really made, in my opinion, to uh, appreciate the beauty of it and appreciate the positive experiences that you learn from it. Uh, So uh, those are my thoughts, and I hope that uh, maybe they'll be some of your thoughts. The bottom line is we all need and experience hope many times in our lives. Think about it. Take one day and take some way to... Uh, calculate it, how many times you hear the word hope in your conversation and other people's conversations and conversations on television, uh, that a universal word that really we all appreciate and we have different meanings for. Uh, She talks about uh, hope versus optimism. There is a difference between the two. Hope means more having the tendency to see desired goals as possible. That's hope. We approach these goals with agency thinking, that's a belief that you have the ability to achieve these goals. Why have a goal if you don't think you have the ability to achieve it? Whereas optimism is more a general expectation that good things will happen. And we all know that bad things happen to good people, but we overcome it uh, most of the time, and we're able to, to move on. Uh, many things have happened last year that weren't good. But if you think back, In my opinion, it's kind of like death. Uh, Sure, we have to mourn the person uh, that died, whether they're 10 or 90. But on the other side of the thing, we have to remember with hope all the good things they did while they were here on earth. So hopeful people don't just try. They make a definition of hope by making a difference. Their legacy is really built on helping others not just themselves. So there are five key strategies that uh, Jacqueline points out here. The first of those is do something, start with goals. Again, 
if you don't set goals, even though they're two days uh, in meaning uh, or 10 years in meaning, you have no way to achieve those goals. Hopeful people don't wish, they imagine and they act. They establish clear and achievable goals and make a plan. Uh, there is a difference, in my opinion, between a plan and a strategy. A strategy is not near as strong as a plan because it's harder to in interact or act on a strategy than it is a plan. People that are hopeful, and they anticipate barriers. They choose the right pathways, and they adapt. It doesn't always go the way that you want it to go. But people of hope persist even though projects may not be favorable. They believe in themselves. And let's all understand that if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. That's critically important, not to put yourself down, but to believe that you were put on this earth to be you and not anybody else. The second strategy that she has, harness the power of uncertainty. Individuals need to be able to perceive the possibility of success. Many of life's uncertainties could help people cultivate hope in different times. Uncertainty is not a reason for paralysis. It's a reason for hope. That's our second. Again, often tragedies like last year uh, or death or other things that happened to us bring celebrations, bring opportunities, and we have to look at that in many instances. Hope is built from a planning for success and nurtured with attention, community, and evidence. Now, let's think about that a minute. Hope is not just dependent on us individually. It's how we bring that hope forward to other people in the community and give them hope. Uh, it's a sharing-type word, and it, it's what communities are based on. It's what countries are based on, the hope for the future and the way to get to that future. So number three, manage your attention. Oh, boy, as you're a child, it's hard to be in class in the third, fourth, fifth grade and sometimes keep your attention to that teacher up there that's trying to make your life better. It's hard to keep your attention to a job that you don't like. Unfortunately, I believe that about 80% of the people that are in the workforce today are not really happy, and there's only one reason for that. They haven't found their passion, and until they do that, they won't be passionate, and work won't be work. It'll be a pleasure to go to work every day. Uh, so people high on hope spent less time paying attention to emotionally sad or threateningly threatening uh, information. Uh, unfortunately, if you look at the TV this day and time, you can easily see that most of the information is what I call negative. It's divisive or divisive, however you want to pronounce it. When you get through watching it, you go to bed and say, good gosh, this is the only thing that happened today? Was there any good that happened today? So we have to uh, brace ourselves for that situation to occur because that is uh, life. But we talk about a success in life's journey. Uh, you, can, you can't go very long without hearing, as I said, the word hope. But when you hear the word hope, you need to act on it and feel like we were given that word to be productive. Uh, it is that we need to be high on hope, <laughs> and I say this with tongue-in-cheek, not high on dope. Uh, there's so much of that stuff going around, and it's really, I don't think, helping people. Uh, of course, that's the one thing that I never did in my lifetime was dope. 
I'm not patting myself on the back, but I think I'm a better person for not having done that uh, along the way. Uh, it wasn't that it wasn't being done all around me because I was in a fraternity, and uh, they, they kicked us off campus one time because <laughs> there was too much of that going on. But now the fraternity, which is Phi Delta Theta, is one of the best fraternities on campus because they sought after people that made good grades and were committed to the University of Georgia. So we talk about the fourth uh, strategy, and it's set community. I'm sorry, seek community. Don't do it alone. Well, the very definition of community is people working together. And I strongly believe that Athens community is one of the best in the country. Frankly, I was born, raised, went to the public school system, uh, did go to Darlington for two years because that's the only way I could make it to the University of Georgia by getting the, the fundamentals of getting through school from them. And I'm happy for that. But I love the University of Georgia, and I'll always do so because it means so much to many of us. And I think this is the, the form of community that really embraces us when you add the Chambers of Commerce, our partners, or the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, as well as the Oconee Chamber of Commerce. And they're all about community. And it's a, a sacrificing uh, thing on their part that they want to get the word out for what kind of community we are and why we should be so proud of our, of our community. Um, we also work with some partners in our community and outside of our community that are really charitable organizations, nonprofit organizations. And I want to mention them quickly. Uh, the uh, St. Jude's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, I got to know and visited many years ago with my sister-in-law, who is a doctor that I guess has you know, practiced for 30 years up there. She took us on a visit of St. Jude's. You cannot look at some of their uh, commercials or their dialogues or whatever they call them with those children that need our help and not feel like that maybe you should do something. So they are a partner of this uh, of our podcast, Hope with Danny. We also have a partnership with the Fellowship of uh, Christians and Jews. Again, you can't look at some of the documentaries that put on television and not say those people need our support. Uh, we've also got the Wounded Warrior Group as well as because they paid the ultimate price. And there's an outfit that you probably hadn't heard of. It's called... Uh, Camp Southern Ground. Uh, most of you have not heard of that, but they have put together one week for veterans, and all of our veterans paid the price, some of them the dear price, but that have gone over to Afghanistan and other areas, come back with, what is it, PSD, uh, and other things that could cause them to be depressed, cause them not to be able to get jobs, cause them to uh, come back to families that need their support and hope, but then they're not physically capable of doing that. So this one week, and my son is a veteran, uh, uh, Taylor, he went to Afghanistan for, I think, 10 months, uh, one of the worst times of my life because I, I just hoped that he'd come back, hoped, H-O-P-E, that he'd come back and believed that he would, uh, and he did come back. Uh, he came back a better person for it, and he also came back with opportunities uh, that the VA provides and those sort of things. But uh, we encouraged him to go to this one week. And I can tell you from my experience that when he came back from that, he was a different person. If you've got a veteran that you know that's a relative or not that is, a, is having some trouble 
uh, reassessing their life or putting themselves in a position to be positive in their attitude, in their actions, then contact uh, Southern Ground, uh, and you can camp Southern Ground. Uh, it's here in Georgia. It only takes a week, and guess what? It's free. doesn't cost you a dime, but it could save a life. It could put a life back on the right track. So you want to manage your attention, just like I didn't do for a minute or two there. Manage your attention. Uh, don't watch too much TV. Uh, get some good books to read, some positive things to read. Uh, the Power of Positive Thinking is one, and there are many, many others that you can read that will really build your life of positive thinking and not make you divisive in, in what you're doing. But again, we want to seek community. Don't do it alone, as I talked about. Get involved, and this is what you hear about all the time. Go to the Board of Education. If you want to have impact on the Board of Education, go there. Attend some of their meetings. Uh, have your voice heard. we got to get back in school. That's not political. That's just the best thing that we could do for our kids. Uh, also, uh, find out what's going on in your community through the Chamber of Commerce and also other entities like nonprofits and groups that can uh, benefit our, our relationship to our community. They provide reasons for hope, and they ignite people to keep fighting. we got to fight. I don't mean physically. I mean uh, with our words and with our attention to USA, you might say. Connections to allow uh, people to feel a sense of accountability. Now, we don't do a whole lot of that sometimes, and certainly uh, these people that seem to be unaccountable need to be accountable to make the communities better. We want to recognize that their work matters and they are part of something bigger than themselves. It's so easy, and we know this, it's so easy to be inward instead of outward. But if we're not out there on a day-by-day basis or uh, a week-by-week, month-by-month with our purpose in life to help help our family and help other people, then we're missing the boat. We really are. I think that's uh, what we're here for because we want to build a positive relationship with us and a positive uh, community. There's a lot bigger things out there than us, me, you, I. They are they, them, others. And I know that if we work towards that, we'll feel better about ourselves. We won't talk about ourselves so much, and we'll put ourselves in a position again, to help other people. All right, we're down to number five. And this is about the article from The Conversation, Strategies for Cultivating Hope in This Year. Well, that's what we're trying to do. We've got to be positive. God, I bum. So, uh, I don't know, we got off track there a little bit, but uh, it, the evidence of what happens in your life uh is dictated and helps evolve your hope. Uh, I I just uh, I, I love the word hope, and that's why we're doing this, because we believe that if you don't have hope in your life, if you don't have hope in the future, if you don't have hope in your job, your family, your community, you're really, A, missing out on a lot, and B, you won't have as full a life as the other people around you that do have hope. Now, Obviously, what we're trying to do here is kind of, I say not redefine, but uh, further define what the word hope is. 
we dig into that word with experiences and articles like what is being done here, Strategies for Cultivating Hope this year, and it's by Jacqueline Mattis. Uh, she knows a lot about hope, and you can read her article uh, in the conversation. Uh, so, that being the case, then what we're trying to achieve on this uh, show, this podcast, is the opportunity for you to have access to stories all over everywhere of people about athletics, people that have excelled in athletics. Like a coach at Prince Avenue School, head coach there started out in a trailer park, and he had to overcome all that to become one of the best high school coaches in the state of Georgia, won a state championship. That's one of our podcasts. It's uh, Greg Vandegrift. You can go there and see it. We have Joni Taylor, who is the head basketball coach for the women at the University of Georgia. She's got a story to tell. Now, what we're trying to do with these stories is relate them so that you can be able to say, oh, that has some application to my life. That is uh, something that I can appreciate, and that's something that I can have a takeaway from. So it's all about hope, in my opinion. It's all about hope. Without it, we don't have the same kind of journey that we would have with hope. And that's why I want you to listen in each and every week. We have a new episode every week, and you can go uh, on your cell phone uh, in the search bracket for Hope with Danny, and you automatically have access to what we're doing there. It's, uh, it's amazing how you can define hope in so many different ways. And you can't avoid it. Go out there tomorrow morning and see how many times you hear the word hope and apply it in a positive way, if you can, uh, to your life and to what you can do to make a difference. Again, we're not just here to take care of ourselves. Uh, we're not just here to consider ourselves. We're here to consider others and help them have a, a better journey, really a better adventure in life. Uh, so what can you do in your life to expand your belief about hope to other people? Uh, what can you do to make a difference in life with others sharing your hope story? We are so pleased and happy to have had the information from the conversation, Strategies for Cultivating Hope this year. Jacqueline S. Mattis is the author, and we, uh, we appreciate her writings for five strategies they really all apply to us, and I hope you listen to this more than one time. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. Subscribe to our new YouTube channel, Hope with Danny. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hope with Danny. Visit our website and subscribe to our newsletter at hopewithdanny.com. Remember, it's all about hope. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.